The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. Everybody, welcome to Deep with Stacey Pressman, where I go one-on-one for about 30 minutes with my favorite people in the world, uh, people, experts. I go friends. I talk to anybody that wants to talk to me for 30 minutes, and we have a really good time. Um, nothing to plug. Just follow me on, <laughs> on Radio Misfits Deep. Listen to the Pressman Hour. Uh, listen to Deep with Stacey Pressman, all on Radio Misfits. Um I guess, I don't know, just follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, S-T-A-C-E-Y-P-R-U-S-S-M-A-N, everywhere.com. Ah, so without further ado, let me bring our lovely, talented, beautiful guest, Christine Meehenberg. How are you, my darling? Uproarious applause for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nothing to plug. It's like, come see me in my bedroom. I'll have Come see uh, me this... in the screened-in porch because <laughs> it's that's the only place I can speak out loud. I, I love yell it. into the abyss. So where the <laughs> hell are you? You have like a lake. I, I'm like so. I'm like you're like hunkering down. Yeah. There's no. I don't. There's no hunkering. I don't even know how to hunker. I wish I could. I feel like I feel like hunkering kind of looks like humping. Does hunkering look like humping? I hope so. I haven't gotten humped in like four months, but that's besides the point. Yeah, I'm in Delaware. I'm in uh, I'm in like Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, on the Back Bay, looking at some ducks pass by. (laughs) Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's an it's nice. It's nice. Is that where your family lives? Is that your family's home? Yeah, I grew up on the water with a dock, and uh, I used to be taken to work by boat. Some days that was fun in my like teens, nice. early twenties. Yeah. Well, that, now, you're uh, like, I can't wait to leave Delaware. Like, la- like, let's go to my parents' house. <laughs> <You're> like, well, <laughs> I said to my friends that still live down here, I was like, you know, I I decided that uh, I would, uh, I think I have better chances of making it here than in New York, which was the opposite ten years ago. When I was I like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I knew I wouldn't make it here, so I went there. And that, well, I guess 15, 20, I don't even know how old I am. I don't know how much time has passed. I don't know what day it is, <laughs> but it's today. Yeah. I That's know. I, I don't, I, I think today is, wait, I think is, wait, what? Oh, yes, I, um, This Is Us was on, but I recorded it. So it's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I'm like judging the days. Like this is us was on, and now um, I think now yeah I I I was supposed to do I didn't do a podcast. I've been doing this every day pretty much. So I'm trying to do it like at least like uh four times a week, five at least four times a week. I mean I I took a okay. break yesterday, which I feel like I. I, I, to eat? Did you just take a break to, <laughs> to eat some more? <laughs> to eat more. I mean, I don't know. I went to oh, I went to the market yesterday. That was a big venture, with gloves and a mask and fear. And I, yeah. you know, my mom. I live with my eighty-five-year-old mother, so I had to go, and she had to pick me up. In the, my mother drives. I don't. So my mother had to come. I had. I was supposed to go out for like five things. I ended up spending a hundred dollars on seven. You know, all these things. I bought seltzer water for the rest of the year. I mean, I didn't. I couldn't stop. I just yeah. took all my money and just bought everything because I'm nuts. Yeah. Um, With the last pennies that you have. Yeah, yeah. Rubbing them together. 
Um, yeah. I'm fearful <laughs> of being thirsty, apparently. And my mother's obsessed There's with cream cheese. There's water that comes out of a tap, you know. I, lot, you could do that. That's true, but it might have the it might have the corona in it. <laughs> I don't think I don't think the tap water is going to have corona in it. And if it does, just put it through the Brita. <laughs> that's the true. Brita filter we'll to, will save you from corona. <laughs> I do have to put that on. I have to buy that on Amazon, which is my other obsession. I've been buying like things on Amazon that I don't need, like really cheap little things. Now I bought exercise like bands. Dildos? Did you get? Oh, can I say that? I don't know if this is a family friendly. No, there's nothing program. family friendly about me at all. Okay. <laughs> I'll never no. be family friendly, Christine. <laughs> this is a regular podcast, just like all the other disgusting ones that we do, <laughs> with no, with no boundaries or morals. Yeah. You know, I actually tried to have a podcast with, uh, with. She was a therapist. And she told me that I had to kind of rein it in because she wanted it to be more marketable. And then, of course, she fell off the face of the planet. So I was like, oh, I guess I wasn't palatable enough. Oh, no. It, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. I guess I'm not nice enough. I'm too raw, I suppose. Like, I don't know. I, think, I think some of us, we get we're jaded. I think we're all jaded a little bit. What do you think? Uh, you know, in terms of jaded, I, I don't I guess I just don't care about jaded. I, I actually recorded a song once. And the title of it was called Jaded, and I was like twenty five. Oh, cool! That's before I became a before I became a comic. You and were a singer? No, a terrible. No, I was. It was like a sad love ballad because I had liked to sing karaoke, <laughs> so I thought that I had talent in that way. And uh, I smoked a lot of cigarettes at that time, so it was Ooh. like Nora Jones, but with like way more of a smoke. Oh, interesting. Voice. Yeah, yeah. So I sang that song about being heartbroken. Of course, that's what most music is about when it when it means something. Um, so, so but, uh, you recently yeah. sang in a in a, in a <laughs> while gardening. <laughs> I did. I, keep... I sang. I sang in a video. Here's what happened. So I'm outside doing yard work because I couldn't stay inside for another minute. I'm like, what are you and, doing? You're uh, making tomatoes. Like I couldn't figure no, out what you were doing. I was scraping. So there's a little. Uh, <laughs> There's a path that goes from the pool to the dock. Oh, hard I life. Super bougie. <laughs> and, but there are like, there are weeds that come out of between the little pavers, right? So mm -hmm. I actually helped lay the pavers, I don't know, two decades ago when I was a kid. And, uh, and so we did that. Now my mom was like, oh, there's, there's too many weeds. So we were taking like a kind of like a razor blade type of gardening tool. And we were scraping in between each individual paver to get these weeds out and pulling them out with gardening gloves. That's what I was doing. So, so Aaron, my husband comes over and goes, Hey, you know what? You're going to be able to be in a video with me. All you got to say is these two lines. I was like, sure. <laughs> what are you saying? Why are you singing? Why are you singing for and everybody? I, <laughs> I yeah, can't. He goes, just, <laughs> and he goes, I, he said, it's little bit kid or funky bit kid. And I was like, what's the line? So I said it. And then I, and then he goes, and little Sam a chong. And, I go, and then so I was like, oh, you know what? I could do that better. And I go, it's funky bit kid and little Sam a chong. And I had no idea what I was saying. No way. I was like, oh, he goes, remember that song, Kung Fu Fighting? I was like, oh, yeah. I guess I kind of know the you know the the tone of the song so i mean that's a, that's all i got and me too i'm like that i got like yeah. yeah i just said sing this line this verse this line yeah so and i mine was like line. and take a stand and of course i'm trying to sing it like a real singer but none of us sound yeah. good none of us well then, two people yeah, sound and good then yeah what what is it the day later or two days <laughs> later it comes out that i'm a racist and i was like i love that song i don't know what you want me i didn't know <laughs> what did i get myself into of course Everything that uh, we're racist Christy now Meyer does 
is just pushing buttons, which is fair and fine. And I tell her, she, I told her years ago, what was it, two years ago? I told her when she was going through all that, uh, the mumbo jumbo of like, oh, she, some people were threatening some other person. And I was like, just lean in harder. Either you lean in or you stop and you stop bitching about it. Or oh, I remember you just, that. Yeah, you put your tail between your legs and you move along. And she's like, "Why?" Well, I said, "Okay." So she—that's not how she talks, but so <laughs> she. <laughs> I'm trying to do her voice. So she, I guess she leaned in harder, and now she's leaning in even harder. And it is what it. And it's like the funny part. Are we racist now? Because I don't. I don't. I didn't. Think, I didn't. I just sang a line that said, "And we take a stand." And then you said, "Yeah, Billy Chin and <laughs> Billy Chin, Funky Billy Chin and Little Sammy Chong." Right. I uh I and and of course real lyrics I, by the way. Lear, guys, those are real lyrics in Kung Fu Fighting which came out in the 70s or 80s. I don't remember. I was young. Great song. Yeah. Great song. You yeah. Were Kung Fu. I, I mean every every little white boy like dances karate moves to that song. Yeah. I don't know what else you want from me? So I did that but a cup then a couple days after that uh, come to find out, I am one of the three faces on some news article. I saw that you and Aaron, you Aaron, you Aaron, you Aaron, and because you're the you're the you're blonde hair. They can't tell yeah. if I'm half Asian or not. I tell people I might. Yeah, be. they also they couldn't put up Dave Temple, who's black. They couldn't but put up Larry Bea, who's Jay Italian Gomez, black. Larry Bea, and it's like, <laughs> look, I guess I'm a Jew. Saying, whatever. Uh, you're a Jew, so is Aaron. Me and Joanne could be Asian, maybe a little bit. Of, Joanne could be like a quarter Asian. I think I might be a quarter Asian. I don't know. Well, I I used to believe when I was two and a half, I told my parents that I was Chinese, that I had a Chinese mommy and daddy, a Chinese <laughs> brother in a wheelchair, and my Chinese sister was dead. I, probably because they drowned her. But I <laughs> am not racist. <laughs> I used to want to be Chinese. That I, that I came up with that at two and a half. And my parents were like, I didn't even know anybody that was Asian at that point. I'm two and a half. What the hell do I know? Right. And there's no and Asians well, like, in, Delaware, in Delaware, right? No, there's no, I mean, there are Asians in Delaware, but I went to a Catholic school and it was, it was the whitest of white, but I didn't know that was, I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know what race was, I but I believe this. I believe in a past life that I was Chinese and that, you know, I had a brother in a wheelchair. Like it's not, I think I can say these things because I believe that. But you, I know, but you, you didn't do. We didn't do anything racist. I mean, that wasn't our intent. I didn't. And the fact that I'm even defending, I'm not defending. I'm just like this is the this is the situation, right? And this is how it was now you're a racist. Now, so I, did you did fine, you the same racist. thing? Did you say anything back? Well, did you and Aaron do anything? No, so I'm you, not, Christy, I'm not saying anything? You don't Why want do to blow it up? Anything? Yeah. No, I no. Actually, I don't. I really don't care. You want to think I'm racist? Fine. Uh, go on my Instagram and watch my favorite Asian, help, Asian lesbian help me during postpartum a couple of years right. ago. Like, you know, you can you can say I'm a racist, but all but the all the guys I started with in Philly were black. Like, I don't know what you want me to. I don't they know thought we were being else. insensitive to the Asian community because people, you know, Asian people are getting beat up and you know by ignoramuses saying that you start, you know, how people are. I'm like, we're perpetuating that stereotype, whatever. It's like, come on. We did a video. We didn't say we hate Asians. We didn't say anything about hating Chinese people. I hate the Chinese government. They suck. The Chinese government could suck my dick. They are the piece of shit. You know, the Chinese people are very nice, except for the people that kill animals for no reason and hurt them. But I mean, really, I mean, I don't, I, it was upsetting. Like, I don't want to be called names or my friends to be called names. It's horrible. You know, oh, they, who cares? I know. I'm so sick of it. Five seconds. It's the next thing. And then the next person who's sick, then that's uh, then <laughs> uh, whatever they say. I mean, I, I, they're wishing cares? us death of the who wishing cares? us Corona death. People and, are, yeah. 
I think a lot of those are dying and we don't have enough. We don't have enough medication for people. We don't have enough beds. That's the thing that we need to be. But yeah, excuse me. I burped. Um, How are things in Delaware? Are there people that have the disease there or you you guys are immune? Uh, In northern Delaware. I'm in southern Delaware. And I think I'm if anybody's sick, I'm patient zero um, bringing it down here because, you know, but we've been quarantined for I think it's 10 days now. I think we're in the Why clear you quarantined? on Sunday. We're quarantined because I worked in a gym. Oh. Uh, and a kid coughed on me for about a, about an hour. Fun. Uh, I would say <laughs> 11, 12 days ago. And then Aaron came. He did shows in New York and Philly and Jersey. He was and running he around. he came down on Sunday. He was running around. I mean, he was taking precautions. But how many precautions can you take? Come to find out. Uh, we, we all know Richie Redding, Richie Redding's, uh, girlfriend's mom apparently touched a Mahjong tile of a woman that had it. Now her parents are, are you mean wife? Ill, Wait, so the, his wife, Richie Redding's his girlfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, they were, um, oh, they were, they weren't married. No, they're not married. Oh, yeah. the, 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 no, she, the, the, the girl. The veterinarian. Mm-hmm. She's uh-huh. a vet. Okay. So apparently it was just, she never came in contact with a woman, but she did share Mahjong tile. And I said, please tell me that's a racist joke. Uh, a Mahjong tile? Oh, a Mahjong tile, like in, in Miami. Not, okay. But it's not. Yeah. Uh, but they're, yeah, they're in Florida. And so prayers to Richie. Prayers to her. Is he okay? Her Are they yeah, okay? Richie. No, they're, they're not doing well. So that's why I'm <gasps> saying like, you know. Oh, they have, um, they have the virus. The yeah, they have the virus in there, and they're not doing doing well. The whole family so, or the parents? Just, just the parents. Oh um, no, prayers. Richie and Richie and his girlfriend Lisa are are still in New York, maybe in Jersey, something I'm so like sorry. that. But, yeah. So what I'm saying is, you know, I haven't come and I haven't touched any friends. I haven't gone around. You know, I've been kind of holed up in the backyard, and I've gone to the grocery store. Uh, and I, and I've cleaned things up and I haven't come in contact with anyone except some dude who wouldn't wouldn't step away while I was checking out in the place. And I was like, does this guy not understand? Do you have a mask? Uh, but, Did you have a mask and gloves? I have gloves and I have I made my own hand sanitizer and I have hand sanitizer and I wipe everything down with Lysol wipes. You know, I do what I can. Um but, you know, there are people that the people that they just don't care because it's not here yet or it's not yet. Are you going to stay there so. until the quarantine ends? I mean, the or the locked because you have a pool and you, you have a lot more to I mean, once the weather gets nice, you have a lot more to do down there. No. Or yeah. Going I mean, I I do a lot of a lot of yard work. Uh, I do. Uh, I coach kids. So I do that online. Um, so are you coming a, back up or are you going to stay? No. Down? No, we're staying here until we're in the clear. Apparently, Delaware's on lockdown until May 15th. I mean, Pippi must be so happy, your little daughter. She looks so cute. Very. Yeah, she's always happy. I mean, until you ask her to poop on the potty, and then she is not happy. Uh, <laughs> she's been saying, she's been singing a song, and all my friends, and dad, dad, too, and all my friends, and dad, dad, too, go away. Boom. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you saying? I'm like, do you know things that I don't? Dad, dad, too. Uh, what does that dad, mean? And dad, dad, too. And I'm like, I don't know. And, I was, and Aaron and I looked at each other the other day. And we're like, I mean, I used to say weird things when I was two and a half. But this kid, I don't know. Does she know You don't know what I she's don't. picking. I mean, between you and Aaron, I don't know what she's picking up. Between what she might hear on, like, if Aaron's, you know, the movie goes on, your set goes on. She probably hears that. Like, if yeah, you put your you don't know stuff on. You know? Or, and, the, and kids are kids are closer to... 
kids are closer to God. I mean, if we want to talk about that, if you have faith, I have to have it because I'm terrified in every moment. I have a, I'm immunocompromised, and uh, if I get it, I'm, I'm a goner. And so I took to reading the Bible next to my Jewish husband the other day because oh, wow. I was so freaked out. And uh, are you guys now, more religious so- now? Are you guys? I, I'm, ne- I'm never I've never been a really religious person. I grew up Catholic, so that goes away mm-hmm. once you get out of Catholic school. But uh, I'm more of a faithful person. And I I very much so. I mean, as much as I, you know, you when you are in a relationship that of two different religions, he's right. Jewish, I'm was, Catholic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm extremely faithful. But uh, and I you know, you got to lean on you got to lean on some type of spirituality and faith when this kind of stuff happens, you hope. And that's why prayers go up. You know, everybody's like, Oh, pray for me, pray for me. I think there's a, there's a really strong, uh, there's a strong message in that. And I think it, it really does work. So, and like I said, I think kids are closer to spirituality. I ask my kid every night when she goes to bed to, uh, to ask the angels to watch over oh, us. Cause it's, so and I've said that to her since she was born, but I did have postpartum. And I think that's how I, uh, I became way more spiritual right after I gave birth and in the, you know, the throes of postpartum because I had to, uh, you know, I used to sing, I used to sing Catholic hymns to her to get her to go to sleep. It was really just a kind of calm and quiet my mind right uh because i i was really really tortured and to save myself and to kind of i mean i had terrible terrifying thoughts that i you know that i I had never had before uh, that i didn't think were me uh i talked to a neighbor of mine several months ago and he said his wife went through a very similar thing must be terrible yeah and she believed that that it, it wasn't her, it, that there was something else going on. Like, it, not that there's like a demon or anything. I don't want to sound crazy, but there's a demon um, what another in your brain. There's a demon inside of me. You know, I had, a, I did, I had some, some really bad things in my head and, uh, and it, you know, compounded by sleeplessness and, and pain stress and, I had and a, fear. Cause you have a new baby. And yeah. Fear. yeah. And I had a, an emergency C-section. My kid was breached. She wouldn't turn cause she's stubborn like her father, but uh-oh. Uh that's that was fun for me to say. No. <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> so uh, she wouldn't turn and I did everything to turn her but then I had an emergency C-section and they cut me, you know, from hip bone to hip bone. So I was and I was humongous. So I think the extra added weight on top of a huge incision. Uh, I couldn't walk for a good, you know, month or two and uh and however that manifested in myself um, I did. I started taking to singing hymns to her and I would sing this one song. Here I am, Lord, uh, to her. And I would just sob while singing, like, just Aww. help me, God, help me, because I can't do this myself. That's and beautiful. I felt so alone. Yeah. And I think there was one minute. There was one. I mean, this lasted. I think the post the, the worst of the postpartum lasted for, I don't know, six months. And, um, and nobody saw it, you know, I think people saw that I was struggling, but I don't think they saw that you can, you can't fathom what goes through a woman's mind when she's, when she's in that situation. Right. Um, I mean, I had to, you know, I got on stage and it helped a little bit, but you know, the Barely. hours, the minutes, it doesn't help as yeah, much. The, the, yeah. the minutes, 
yeah, the minutes seem like days and the hours seem like years and, and you just, you, you can't get out of it. And I've never been a depressed person. I, I've always been really, you never you had know, depression. fairly, you never had depression. No. Okay. Cause I've had a lot no. of depression. So I, I, I would be like, I know PMS was always like, sometimes I'd go nuts. Like I haven't, you know, but I, luckily that's not happening for me anymore. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't. I, I never had it. I think in college when I did a little too much ecstasy sophomore year after Fun. I stopped doing that, I had no more serotonin left. So I think there was a, a couple of months after that where I was down. But I think that, you know, that's chemically created after doing, I was right. just having a bunch of fun like everybody else in 1999. So Right, me too. Um, the 90s were great yeah, for me. Yeah. I loved the yeah, 90s. Yeah, they were good times at <laughs> the end of the 90s. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, after that I didn't. I I faced a lot of things and, and never at any point would I have considered myself uh, a depressed person or having to struggle with that. So this was new to me uh, at, at that point in my life. And I didn't want my child to, uh, you know, I felt so bad about being her mother, you know, and her having to, to be born into this life with this woman that could, I couldn't get it together. I mean, I was, uh, I was afraid of myself and I've never, you know, I would never have imagined harming myself before that, but I came to a point, uh, in the kitchen one time and I, and, you know, my husband's sleeping and she was sleeping soundly and I had just finished breastfeeding for the, you know, 14th time that day. And it was probably four o'clock in the morning. And uh, and I just I started singing again, you know, to mm-hmm. myself, which is kind of creepy. No, and no, uh, and I I decided I told God, I was like, listen, I'll never harm the, them. I, I'll I'll end it for myself first because they'll be safer without me. Oh, um, no. And, and that night, I think the next morning, um, I, I talked to like a, an insane person who asked me if I had told my husband how I felt and if that, you know, if I'd been honest about that and I said no. And then that day I told him and I got help immediately. Like we went to the doctor, they told me to keep breastfeeding, that they wouldn't put me on medication, which I think was a a big mistake. Um, because I, I think I should have been at okay. that point. I would have, mm-hmm. if I, if I could have been put on medication, I would have stopped breastfeeding immediately just for the, this, you know, the safety of everybody, of my kid, <laughs> of everybody, yeah. everybody of, and of myself. Yeah. 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 So, uh, literally then, everybody, you know, right <laughs> at the end of it, uh, you know, I would say it was still happening, you know, kind of remnants of the postpartum was still happening about nine months to 10 months when she was nine, 10 months old. And then as quickly as it came, uh, a psychiatrist that, that we did an interview with, we had to do kind of an, in like an entrance interview with a psychiatrist for a TV show. And he asked me, um, if I felt like the veil had been lifted and that's what they call it. They say when you're, when you're, when you have postpartum immediately, like it's just like the veil has been taken away and it goes away. And, uh, and it did. And, uh, and then, you know, I kind of feel like I, it took me a long time to get back from that, okay. but in that, you know, the, the minute that it did, I started to feel more and more like myself every day. And I think I haven't, I haven't felt that fear of myself or that, you know, that dark place, um, up until a couple of days ago, when really? I think it was two days ago when I was like, Oh God, I'm, I'm starting to feel really dark again, but now because I've experienced it before, um, 
that I, I was like, oh, okay, I have to deal with this. I have to figure out what I'm supposed to do. And again, like I, I turned, I went, I found, I knew my parents had a Bible somewhere. I, I literally went into their, uh, their little library and I pulled it out and oh, I nice. flipped it, I flipped it open. And I, and my husband's like, are you really reading the Bible? And I'm like, yeah, there's nothing else I can do right now. <laughs> Make me feel better. Oh, God. I can't get on stage. I can't, you know. We have I'm, no outlet. Not, we we have no, I mean, did, no I, outlet, it was right. no, I mean, I know Aaron was a big gym guy. What is he doing? Is he just doing push-ups? And is he doing that pull, push-up challenge, which I cannot fucking do? I will not do no, the push-up we're, challenge. We're lifting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he lifts. I coach kids. And uh, and so I've been doing that online. And, okay. And we, I walk. You're getting, some, we, you're getting exercise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's hard here. It's freezing anything. here right now. I'm like stuck yeah. freezing. I have a jumping thing. I have a rebounder I've been jumping on. But I, I haven't <laughs> been able to. I don't want to do anything. I like, I don't want to exercise. Like, I'm too depressed. Like, that's the thing. I'm usually, it's, like, I don't I, I never was opposed to it. But now I just don't want to do anything. Like, I don't even want to wash my hair. Like, it's like I don't want to go on live because I don't want to put, like, lipstick on. Like, I don't want to do anything. Like, that's what I feel like. Some people are going live every day with their talk shows. I'm like, I don't even want to, like, do, I like. I basically want to do this podcast and, like, like drink coffee. Like, I really, that's what it's turned into <laughs> for me. Well, I've decided, look, I, I think that there's a, there's a difference, right? Working out gets that, it kind of gets that adrenaline pumping. I think that's what, you know, regular people can do. And that'll help, that'll help regular people, you know, even if it is, even if it is, you just jump up and down for 10 minutes or right. a couple of times, whatever. But I think there's a difference between that and the adrenaline that we experience. And we're adrenaline junkies. So when you get on stage or you have a new idea or a new joke or whatever, and we have the ability to do that. And I've said that. this on podcast after podcast, show after show, that I think, you know, as much as, you know, the therapy that I went into and the things that I did and talk God and all that stuff, I think also getting on stage and talking about my postpartum, making jokes of it, having that adrenaline, you don't feel sick, you don't feel sad, you don't feel those things when you get up on stage right. and you and you feel that and you feel empowered, you feel, you feel, excitement, you, you feel right, like right, you're right. in your truth as well. Right. But I think I think the scary part of all of this is that we don't have that option. Anymore. We do not and have that option. That's, that's been taken away. And as much as we can say that this pot, it's great to do this podcast. I love chatting with you and people are going to hear it. And that's great. But I it's think not that the same. The, it's the not the same. part of it, it's not the same. It's like I can't I'm not in the immediacy of, of you know, getting a reaction from a group of people of a terrible thing that I just said. And, and the freedom is not there like, like it was. And we really took that for granted. And, you know, I talked to about eight on a walk and everybody was eight and, and, uh, and we did this walk around the neighborhood and they're all like, Can you please, we'll all be eight feet away for six to eight feet. You away could do a show in your backyard. We'll our, our lawn show. Yeah. They're like, can we do it in our lawn chairs? And you and Oh, you're cutting out, Christine. You, kinda, I I need that, and I think other people need that. Wait, you got you cut out. Need, you said you were going to do a little show in your uh, neighborhood. You got in the neighborhood. Get people. You should do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Well, Unless you get arrested, don't I don't know. Close to each other. Well, yeah, they could arrest me, but but then it's like, well, this is my freedom of speech, and and we're adhering to the guidelines and the rules or whatever. It's not a law. They can't. Uh, it's not martial law. They can't arrest. No, you should do it. Do it if you can. Even if you get 20 people there or 10 people and have them separate, you know, who, who cares, you know? Christine, you there? You moved, you moved away. Did I? Yeah, yeah. Whatever you moved too far, you, you got out of the zone somehow. 
Oh, no, I haven't changed. I think that's the moment listening and telling me not to say that this is my revolution. Oh, okay. <laughs> how is um Aaron? How is Aaron it. holding up? Is he, is he in good spirits? I mean, your videos are yeah. so funny. So I've been watching you, you, Pippi and you and Aaron and all that. So. Yeah, I think it took. Uh, I think it took looking at my husband in a tight pair of golf pants. Oh no! And the, and <laughs> Is the that good or bad? <laughs> to to make to make my marriage stronger. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he like I know like uh, he's been doing. They are they doing in hot in hot water like regular. Or the, Gino's in the thing, and then he's calling in. Or yeah, something? they do. They do the show every day, and he's good. You know, we're get we're getting along. We play Rummy Cube every night. Nice. And, <laughs> and my daughter plays Rummy Cube. I play Rummy Cube. Oh, she's so every cute. night. She wants to play, and we've been playing hide and go seek. And What's good bonding with the family? I think it's really bonding. I mean, we don't yeah. have, I mean, I guess I'm not going to be a positive Polly because I'm not, uh, but it's like, when else in in the world are you ever going to have this much time to really bond with your, you know, your family, you know, mm-hmm. and I know it sounds, most people are like, eh, you know, but it's true. I mean, we've been like, everyone's so busy running around doing their different jobs and we all do shows and, you know, babysitters and this and that. And now this is a time to really settle in and kind of be with everybody. I know that sounds yeah. corny, but maybe that's... Well, his, ther- his therapist said to him, well, it sounds like you're doing great when there's no stress involved. And I said, how is there no stress involved? The world is at a standstill and we don't know if we're going to pay our bills. We don't know what's happening the next month. This is... But everyone every feels that way, stressful. though. But everyone feels yeah. that way. So I think you guys, everyone's in the same boat. It's not like just you... And your family lost their job or just you and, you know, you have a place to stay. You have a place, you know, everyone's in the same position for the most part, for the most part. Not everybody. Yeah. There are people that will get paid because they work for companies. I mean, that's the thing about being stand-ups or performers or waiters. Like, we don't get paid if we don't work, you know, usually, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, gigs are can't Like, I don't know. I have a gig in May. I don't know if it's going to happen. Like, it's upstate. I don't know. Was that the first thing on your calendar? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's the first thing I didn't cancel. That's the first thing that wasn't canceled. I had so. Yeah, I'm supposed to do a tour in Spain in May. Oh, I, I would not go near May. I, I would not. That's not happening. I would never go to Spain mm. now. Their 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 death tolls higher than China. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot been put on weddings and weddings. Uh, yeah, like are, weddings, like. Yeah. Uh, Sharon Simon does weddings. You know, she does wedding, uh, some part time. She does the wedding, uh, officiant, not fishing, whatever it's called. Officiating. Officiating weddings. She's fishing weddings. Officiate. A lot of, and Angela does photography. And yeah, a lot of things are put on hold. Like life is put on hold, you know? So dating is put on hold. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah. It's intense. Yeah. It's intense. It is intense. It is. No, I just, but I do feel like we still have to, my question, my, my, my biggest wonder is why nobody's angry yet. Like I think people, I said to my family the other day, I said like nobody's, well, I said to Aaron is who is my family, but my <laughs> doesn't understand. But I said, you know, nobody's angry, screaming. Angry. <laughs> angry, angry. Uh, no, nobody's saying what, you know, nobody's angry nobody's going up against anything everybody's just kind of america is kind of quiet sleeping dog now we're just rolling over i mean like okay this is what you're telling me to do i'll do it and of course we all should because uh we want to keep other people safe but at the same time the voices that we have why are we talking about we can't get on 
talking about the things uh, that really bother us and, and trying to make those things funny. I mean, we can make little jokes funny, but I think like, you know, somebody said uh, on Instagram the other day. On Instagram, because uh, that, that's all we can yeah, see. On Instagram. Uh-huh. That's the only thing I could, I'll pay attention to that won't create fear in me. But uh, they said, you know, once this is over, you're going to see an explosion of, and it may have been somebody on Joe Rogan's podcast, of course it was. Uh, and and it, the things that are going to come out of this are going to be, you know, explosive, very weighted. Um, there's going to be a, a lot of art and creativity that comes out of it. Of course, you want to be like, oh, yeah, that, that's positive. Uh, but you can't really get to that until you have this this dark kind of uh, what's the word cocoon style uh, tragedy happen. No, I so, you know I think that a lot of people were taking people were using like digital connectivity is that the right word in general for connection and, and now they're forced to and not have any connection and I think that as a someone who's single I just broke up with my boyfriend this week anyway it's a whole nother story congratulations yeah it was it was uh, wasn't pretty anyway I'll tell you that later privately but anyway um so we broke up and um and so like people used you know digital connectivity as a way to connect and they weren't really connecting and I think that's what been going on at least for me being alive for many years and seeing the difference in dating and 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 human relations uh that people now have will probably savor real socialization over like facetiming that's what i think Mm -hmm. i mean yes obviously Mm -hmm. we live in europe and i'm here we can't see each other we'll facetime but but like in terms of like people live in New York, like people are going to make the effort once things settle in. I, I, and I would say once we all feel really, really safe, we're really going to start visiting each other more and like, I, I, and hopefully having maybe little parties and being more communicative, you know, uh, in real life. I, I, I think, you know, hopefully mm-hmm. that changes. Yeah, well, we save our, save the moments that, that we have because we're being forced to, uh, isolate. Yeah. And I'm already isol- I isolate anyway, in a way, like not as bad as I I could isolate if I'm really depressed and the weather's bad. I well, that's I guess everyone, but I can really isolate for weeks at a time and just come out to work and then co- go. Like so, that's not good either. So no, it, but now I'm four. So it's not like it's not good. I mean, a lot of comedians that don't have day jobs isolate anyway. And I I started teaching actually uh, part time, so I do teaching, and that got canceled as well. Um, mm-hmm. so that was hard. And I'm not teaching in person. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, that, uh, when I, I think the reason that I became a stand up was because of a line that I said out loud, um, that, that caused like a very violent moment in my life. And I, it, it came from a doctor regarding, uh, you know, my, my elderly grandmother that was in, in her house at like 89 years old. She was, you know, she was kind of losing her mind. She was in the throes of, you know, um, Alzheimer's and dementia. And he said to me, and then I repeated it out loud at one point that caused this whole thing to happen. And he said, if you keep a person in the same long enough it is a form of torture um you wait say that again because it got got, got cut out you got cut out say that one more time repeat that you you like cut your your signals out the delaware signal is out christine yeah can you hear me no i can't hear you christine you can't hear me no i can't hear you perfect perfect 
Say what you Okay. I said, see, every time I say something important, then, you know, something like weighted, weird, I right? get cut out. It is weird. Isn't it weird? I said, the doctor said that if you keep a person in the same four walls for long enough, it is a form of torture. <gasps> uh, and, and, wow. and I think that, I think that that, that rings true to imprisonment. Um, and I, you know, we are imprisoned in our own homes at this point, not so much as that we can't go to the store, but this is a, it's a, it is torturous for people. Um, and I think that, you know, this is, that's, that's why I started stand up because I, you know, I had this terrible moment. Um, and, uh, and, and I had to, I had to deal with that, um, because of that line. And I think that line is really, really impactful so you know i don't i don't know that's a great how people are gonna so if you that, keep but. someone in their four four walls long enough it's torturous yeah if you if you keep a person in the same four walls for long enough it is a form of torture wow i'm gonna name, mm-hmm. I'm gonna name this that's what i'm gonna name the episode <laughs> the same four walls yeah <laughs> <laughs> torture the same four walls <laughs> like yeah i mean i'm not comparing it to the holocaust and anne frank but i could imagine what she went through for years think about it i mean only their life was at stake for the nazis and i'm not comparing this to the holocaust by any means but it's similar i mean she was in an attic with her family for, for years until they got caught and just ended up dead anyway so yeah, and we're well, we're lucky to go. We're lucky to be able to go outside, right? And I think isn't that isn't that crazy that I just said that statement as well? That we're lucky, lucky to go outside enough to go outside, right? Uh, wow. Yeah. Can you imagine fortunate. if it was a nuclear That's... war? Like I always remembered, like my fear was um, we'd have a nuclear war because I that was in the eighties. That was like a big thing in early nineties. Mm-hmm. That was like all those you know, day after tomorrow, whatever that movie was that my ex-boyfriend was in. Um, uh, remember the one where they have nuclear <laughs> war and the mushroom cloud and they were all dying. Anyway, so I yeah. was, was fearful of that. This is, reminds me of something that like that. Only they were stuck in a basement and every half the people were dead and then there was a mushroom cloud and all this stuff. And it's very interesting. Well, I think, well, yeah, I think we're also, we're also being uh, compelled by fear. And I think that it being the the fear being so we're so entrenched in it right now and it's so pervasive uh and and you got to wonder what we're afraid of are we afraid of getting sick yeah most of us won't be sick if we're are we afraid of harming other people a little some bit some people yeah. aren't really thinking of that some right. people aren't thinking of that what are we afraid of is there is it like something that we're afraid of that we're not sure what we're afraid of and i think that's Ooh, that's really intense what do we? Have? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I have an 85 year old mother, so I don't want to see her on a respirator because I had to watch my dad on a respirator uh, for three months straight, and I'll never ever get that out of my head. Um, so, it's, you know, being intubated is the worst for three months, and being alert is probably the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what the the fear the fear of dying. I don't know. What are we? You know, what are what are most people afraid of? Suffering. Uh, They're afraid of suffering. Uh huh. Yeah. It's not death. It's suffering. Yes, suffering. And 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 like the suffering of others. And mm-hmm. so, you know, and when we go back to that video that we did, stupid song, I think that uh, 
that people are taking uh, something that we're always, we're, you know, we're irreverent people. We're not, um, comics aren't going to say things that are like, oh, you know, we, we care so much, which we do. I think if we didn't, we probably wouldn't do what we do. No. Right? Like, so. Well, if some are sociopaths, some aren't, well, but anyway. That's true. But, <laughs> uh, but not me. Not um, <laughs> So I, I think that like you have to remember people, you know, our job is to try to make light of and, and make silliness out of terrible things. And so tragedies that, that, that brings that on. So if, uh, a lot of people don't understand that. They don't, you know, the, what are we supposed to do? I think we're making fun of uh, a thing that fell on deaf ears of those famous people that, you know, oh, imagine this, imagine that and their million dollar homes and right. their or multi-million dollar homes and you know madonna with her with <laughs> oh, her God. bathtub full of milk like you're just like i don't what the I hell afford, was that i can't afford a gallon and here and what you're, is she doing what is she milk corona like <laughs> chrissy mayer's <laughs> thing was so funny she's like yeah. corona doesn't discriminate like what the hell is she talking she she's out of her mind i don't know what madonna's on but she has got she has lost it i mean she was growing up i was like <laughs> i was like i wanted to be her I'm like, holy shit! Like, what is it? What happened to her? Bra- be, oh God! I would rather age and crack than uh, her face. What'd you do, Madonna? I remember seeing her like eight years ago or seven years ago, and she she looked phenomenal. I don't know what she did to her face. I don't know if somebody like she looks like she got beat up by she the, filled out herself you know, with, the her, with, with the needle. Oh. I don't. I mean, she, and she had such a beautiful bone structure, Madonna too. Like she should have just got a facelift because and called it a day because she had a beautiful face. Like Jane Fonda, like I, she just. I mean, Madonna was really she had a beautiful bone structure. I don't know. She, I mean, she is not young, but I. I. She just. She's also nuts. So between the, she. She like snapped at some point, you know, mm-hmm. which I think mm-hmm. is and uh, it's. She's like. Corona doesn't. Just, I mean, it's like you can't do the same. You know, it's like you can't do. Like you, you're coming off nuts. Like what happened to you, Madonna? I want bo- borderline Madonna back. I want like a virgin. What happened to you? I worshipped you, Madonna. I know everybody did. It's like, oh my god, if I become like sixty something, if I live that long, and I, I just hope that, and I, I hope I don't go nuts like that. Because I'm starting to go crazy. But I don't want to. When you have, want to pour in the bathtub. When you have that much money, I think the empathy wanes away, doesn't it? <laughs> like, well, she always tried years. to have them. She keeps adopting kids and like using them as her. Like, I don't know. She has dance. Dance. She makes them dance. You ever see her two little twins? She makes them dance. <laughs> no. It's like dance for me. <laughs> you know, she's like. I mean, yeah, she saved them from po- you know from like starvation and like AIDS, but but now she's just you know making them be her backup dancers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well we've uh, we've gone over but that's okay i knew we would um but this yeah. has been so much fun and um i don't know just uh watch uh just where they where do they find you on <laughs> hey you want to plug anything oh your Check album your album you have an album right oh, yeah i have an album called bumped uh that i recorded nine months pregnant and it's pretty it's pretty treacherous um because i didn't enjoy pregnancy so that's out you can find it on all the things and uh bumped b-u-m-p-e-d yeah. right bumped that's right by christine and, me and, uh, do you go by christine me and berg or christine me and it's me and berg yeah okay e-h-a-n hyphen berg b-e-r-g and uh i'm funny x teen on instagram and funny christine on twitter great i, I had such a great time and we'll talk i give my love to the family this has been so much fun thank you so much 
for being Thank you my for guest. Having me. And you're welcome. I will see you on Instagram live. Okay. <laughs> we'll Wash talk. Keep filming Pippi. It's fun. I like watching her grow up. All right, (laughs) guys. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for listening to Deep. Thank you. But have a great day. Uh, Stay safe, everybody, and uh, see you tomorrow. Love you. Bye.